Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. March 3rd, welcome to Below Average Gentleman. I'm your host, Wesley, joined by co-host Jeff. Uh-huh. And not joined by co-host Weto. <laughs> yeah, Weto was uh he's uh out coaching today. He's coaching baseball. Opening day for yeah. Douglas High School, right? Shout out to Douglas High School, opening day for Weto's team. So good luck to them. Yeah. And, and Valley Union Blue Devils baseball is back. We hope you guys get a dub. I mean, all our boys are fucking badass baseball coaches. Star head coach Angel Vasquez with the with the Valley Union Blue Devils. Hey, and if the teams are listening to this before you go out there, hit some fucking bombs. Yeah. You know, make make your coaches proud because especially I mean, I don't know I don't know Angel. 390 with Wood. I don't know Angel Vasquez's uh high school stats. But I know Weddo hits fucking bombs. Yeah. It's like 420 with, with wood. It's like me hitting a softball. I mean, that, that's the equivalent <laughs> of, of Weddo hitting baseballs. So if you guys don't hit bombs today, you let the people down. You got a special shout yeah, out. Yeah, next week we're going to have to get uh, hear what Weddo's motivational speech was to start yeah. the game. I'm sure it was a good one. We'll have to get the stats too unless these teams get blown out by the opponents. <laughs> then we'll act like this never happened. Right? Yeah, we... We'll be waiting for the uh, the Valley Union Douglas High School grudge match here. So, it is very possible that Weddle could have done a a remote with the team bus podcast. Would have been wild. Maybe, maybe next week. Where were they playing it? I mean, I assume at home. I don't. I don't think Weddle travels. But the fact that he missed <laughs> missed this for a home game is uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then other local sports news are. Our own Cochise County Apaches, you know they've uh, JUCO, right? Yeah, JUCO team won. They've won all their uh, playoff games here. Got a home game against the number one team in the country coming here Saturday. Like this game is so big, this shit might have lines on Fanduel. Like this shit's gonna be wild. <laughs> JUCO lines on Fanduel. This game is so big in Southern Arizona that almost everybody I know is talking about missing the Masvidal fight for this game. It's going to be packed house. Yeah. And it, it's probably going to be majority sold out as far as the home the home fans, right? Yeah, I think what I think we're going to have to, uh, you know, re, uh, get the Masvidal fight and record it and watch it afterwards. And the way you guys are on your phones, though, dude, I don't know. Someone's going to leak it out. Someone's going to see it. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, the main, you know, the, the main card starts pretty late. So I think, I think the, la- the last game we went to... I think it ended around nine o'clock, so it shouldn't be too yeah. bad. I mean, for me though, if if I saw like it came up on my phone and said Kobe Covington, you know, second round knockout, like I don't want to watch it anymore. Even if it says Masvidal <laughs> won, like I know the result is not the same. It's like watching a rerun already, yeah. even though you haven't seen it. Big big sports big sports week here in Cochise County. Yeah, good luck to all of them. Hope yeah. hope they get a clean sweep. We got three Kill games. It. If I could put a parlay on it, I probably would. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done my research on the baseball squad. I mean, it might be might be frowned upon to bet on high school sports, but uh, NFL news. I don't think we got much this week, man. It's been a well, been it's a, combine week. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of news so far as 
Besides Kenny Pickett's small hands? Yeah, apparently Kenny Pickett only has eight and a half inch hands. Is that big enough? We don't know. And you know so, what that means. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so laughs> for, any, for anyone that hasn't seen it, there's uh, this dude on TikTok. He calls himself Throat God. He's he's funny. He was a college quarterback. I don't remember his name, but he's he's funny. But he got on there and he was like, Kenny Pickett? The people want an answer. <laughs> you have small hands. We want, The people want to know, do you have a small wiener as well? And he's like, I know there's 500 people watching this live stream, but you need to tell the people. <laughs> we I had mean, a... Do you think that, I mean, realistically, no, I mean, does that is that a problem for the NFL? Two, two years ago, they said uh, Joe Burrow had small hands. And uh, I think he tweeted out, people were making a big deal about him having small hands and and he tweeted out he was thinking about retirement because his hands were too small. <laughs> so it's not a problem until your hands look like the Burger King guy, right? Yeah. Then it's fine. <laughs> when you're holding the, 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 the Whopper with your little hands. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Jaguars, I mean, they're Jaguars are on the clock. That, I mean, that's one of the big NFL news. I mean, in... Doug Peterson said the most obvious comment of all time that they're looking to get an immediate starter at pick one. Well, you probably should fucking get one. I mean, you're picking out of anyone in the anyone out of college. You're you should have a fucking starting play right there. You would hope so. I mean, to me, honestly, the the NFL draft the first three picks like it's not. There's not a glaring number one pick to me. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, there's still debate on who's going to be number one, whether it's uh, you got that defensive end from Michigan. Yeah, Hutchinson, he's he's, he's up there on what people think. I mean, you've got – there's it, this class is stacked with wide receivers. You've got that uh, linebacker out of um, Oregon, that Thibodeau guy. He's a bad motherfucker too. Like, I could see him going one. He plays DN, outside linebacker, that type. Um, and then – I don't know, man. Like Michigan has two top five ends that's they're gonna go, which is crazy to me. Like that other dude, that uh, Ojabo guy, he's gonna be a top five pick, and he's on the other side of that line. Yeah, we haven't seen any uh, free agency tags yet for the franchise tag. The and I know teams have till the eighth to put in their tags. Haven't seen the contracts come out for most of these guys that are looking at getting tagged. So it's a it's kind of a I mean, I'm most of the, I'm sure most of these negotiations go down to the, you know, the 23rd hour here, right before they have to tag these dudes, which is so annoying. I mean, I know we we touched on it before. It's we we need some NFL news. I mean, Andy Isabella is free to seek a trade, so he's probably going to be in free agency. Who's Andy Isabella? He was the guy the Cardinals picked in front of DK oh, Metcalf. That guy. That guy. The guy that's been sixth wide receiver on depth chart since he arrived. He got one. His first year, he got a chance as a slot. Didn't really work out. Second year, he got a chance as a slot. Really hasn't worked out. I mean, his only, uh, the only reason he's remembered is because he was drafted before Metcalf. And he had a couple practices where him and uh, Murray were running the 40-yard dash. He's a fast guy, but at the end of the day, that was a a busted pick. Yeah. and I mean, the. And it's not only the Cardinals who messed that up. They took Andy Isabella, and I think a couple picks later, the Bengals took Drew Sample. Yeah, I mean, 
Drew Sample, real bad motherfucker, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, also the Cardinals re-upped GM Steve Keim and Coach Cliff Kingsbury till 2027. As a Cardinals fan, I don't really love it. I mean, they're tied into Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's bullshit he's got going on. Though, I mean, Kyler Murray's got all the advantage at this point because he knows those two's career are dictated on how he does. That's why he's pulling his I shenanigans. Think, yeah, I just think it's crazy. Kyler's going into his fourth year and already already looking for being a bitch. This That's contract. what it is. Yeah. When he's essentially under contract for two more years. Minimum. Straight up minimum. Yeah. And if they say they franchise tagged him, that'd be three years. And then So I know we don't get real political, but you know, in the it, we're talking sports lines all the time for betting. Like this Ukraine Russia line, Ukraine came in as big dogs and, and they're holding their own. I mean, Russia was probably a minus 500 to, to sweep the table and they shown their cards. They ain't that, they ain't that bad. Like they ain't powerhouses. I mean, they're starting to push into some of the cities now. I mean, it took them way too long. Like us would take them over in a day. <laughs> Send U.S. to Russia, dude. We got bad motherfuckers. Close down that airspace. And, and that president, that Ukraine president, I want to fight for that dude. Like, I'm and telling you, like, he... List, like, obviously, I don't know what he's saying, but they'll have the subtitles. Yeah. I want to run through a wall, dude. Like, that, that is a fucking leader, man. And then... Uh, he ain't fucking around. You know, one of the mayor of the other cities, Klitschko, he's out there with his assault rifle. Miss Ukraine's out there with the AR. All the citizens were given rifles, which is amazing. You you know, if if for some reason this, I mean, it never would, but say this happened in the U.S. and they're just giving citizens rifles and shit, I'd have all my neighbors rifles. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I'd walk right over next door. Hey, hey, bud, nice art piece. Give me that rifle. I got a three-year-old that needs it. <laughs> yeah, some, Twin uh, Thunder need it. Some interesting developments in the world there. Didn't mean to get all political, but I mean, we got to talk about it, dude. Yeah. That's what's going on. It's the next thing to watch to see if anybody's actually going to help him out. You hey, know. that that uh, ghost of Gaviv or whatever. Ghost of Kiev. Kiev? That dude's a bad Kiev motherfucker, too. Whatever you want to say. He ain't fucking around. They shot his plane down. He was missing for three days. He walked back to camp. Hey, I'm going to need a faster jet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. They thought he was dead, dude. He, that, they're going to make a movie out of that, dude. That's for damn sure. Top Gun might as Him well be. Him and that. What was that? Behind Enemy Lines might as well yeah. be about that, dude. Him and then, the you know, the president, he's, you know, he's doing what, you know, George Washington them did, man. He's, he ain't messing around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got our NBA big time news. Nothing. The, uh. <laughs> I think the the biggest news was in the in the latest gambling world. the The Lakers are at a something like a point zero one to win the championship right now. Point zero one percent chance, <laughs> <laughs> which which makes me so happy. I really don't like LeBron. So with basketball, you know, we always give them shit because what sixteen out of thirty teams make the playoffs, which is more than half. Um. So, like, LeBron not making the playoffs is unheard of. Some guy bet, like, a big amount of money, well, a big, like, 5000 or some shit, that 
the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs, and that probably looked like a dumb fucking bet. And now it's going to hit, and he's going to make bank, this guy. So, the I think it was, as of this morning, the NFL suspended all COVID protocols. So, the NFL's done with it, so you would look, you would look to uh, all the other major sports to follow suit here very quickly. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> but now on the NBA side, what I thought was interesting, uh, this is a this is a weird one. New York's uh, relaxing their COVID mandates, right? So Are the they? so the first news everyone thought was Kyrie Irving going to be able to play. Well, that. They're, they're, as far as I could tell, most recently, them relaxing COVID mandates didn't didn't change them for the private businesses, which is the Nets. So he still can't play home games. But if you're a visitor and you're not vaccinated, you can play. What? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. So Kyrie <laughs> still potentially can't play going into the playoffs. So he's been playing the road games, but not the home games? Yeah. He's a part-time player. So in the playoffs, this dude's not going to be playing. Well, what they're, I think what they're hoping for is like, you know, something gets adjusted by playoff time. That would be hilarious. Cause, and that's what's crazy. You can be on a road team and be unvaccinated, and you're still allowed to play in New York, but the home team, uh, their player can't play. America. We're we're the smartest motherfuckers but in the world, America. It might be time for the NBA just to follow suit here and suspend all COVID protocols as the NFL has done. Or do like MLB and just suspend everything. Yeah. Because like no just, one likes it anyway. Just stop playing because <laughs> <laughs> Because because you're not our favorite sport. We just suspend you. You suck. <laughs> You're not fun till the playoffs. The MLB took suspending protocols one step farther (laughs) and suspended the whole league. (laughs) And they've got more people watching this, uh, the CBA negotiations than they ever had watching baseball games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the MLB news is terrible. I mean, there's, they, they haven't figured out anything. They went up past their February 28th deadline. So now the owners are saying the season's losing games. You know how I've I've been following this MLB stuff? So, remember how last week I mentioned I'd get on that CBS Sports app and look at the lines and you know where all the money's at on these games? I pull up the CBS Sports app. The first games that are on for each day, it's a, it's a baseball slate. And next to every game, it says canceled. So, I'm like, well, they're still canceled. And then I scroll down to the rest of the shit. And I'm not paying attention Yeah, you got uh, Rob Manfred. He's a... Uh, like, is this dude like have some evil? Is he like some evil plan to completely destroy baseball? Is that? I mean, th- this is Weddle's take right here, and he's gone. I mean, I have n- I know nothing about these negotiations. I know nothing about Manfred. None of it. Sorry, boys, ain't helping out much here. I mean, Jeter jumped off the train. He uh he stepped down from his uh Marlins CEO ownership roles, and he's out. Good for him. Yeah. Back to back to bagging chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Sending them gift boxes on their way out. Yeah, leaving them gift boxes on their way out with the... How funny is that? Worth thousands of dollars. Signed Jeter ball. <laughs> Thanks for not spitting it in a cup and holding it against me later. Is that too much? 
Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess a bunch of players are voicing frustration over the way Manfred's handled the negotiations, but, I mean, this is all stupid at this point. I, I mean, I haven't seen anything where they're any closer to any kind of deal. No, I mean, maybe maybe baseball gets nuked. I don't know. I, I love watching baseball live, but I don't know, boys. I'm not going to be the one uh, stepping in front of the nuke. Let I mean, let's... Uh, Maybe we can sign up to go be uh, replacement players here for the Diamondbacks, bro. Hell yeah. If they're going to pay me more than this podcast, I'm I'm down, dude. <laughs> we can do it from the dugout in between in between bets. Be the biggest Diamondbacks podcast that you could possibly have. Uh, kill it. The uh, NCAA football, I mean, the biggest news with the uh, football is just the combine going on. You got you know, Kenny Pickett in his little hands trying to make the NFL. Who's going to get picked number one? I mean, Kenny Pickett is probably a top 30 talent in like out of this draft class. He'll probably get picked in the top eight or nine picks, right? Like just because he's a quarterback somehow. I mean, he's the best quarterback of the bunch, and he's not that impressive in my opinion. He's good, but. I mean, I liked watching him play last year, him and Corral. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can never be surprised on the stretches to get a quarterback in the first round because, I mean, you pick one of these guys and they pan out, I mean, it's gold. Yeah, I mean, quarterback's obviously the most important position, always has been, always will be. So it's worth the risk yeah. to take one. And I mean, you you take one, you know, you take one of the top ten picks, you know, you could end up with Drew Locker or could it? What do you mean, Drew Locke's not, not the man, or no, or Jake Locker? That's the one. Remember, like well, he, Drew Locke, he he was a Jake Locker was a, he's a big talent coming out. Yeah, he was a top ten pick. Fucking bust, huh? Yeah, I think that draft had quite a few. That was the Cam Newton draft, right? Cam Newton had a respectable career. Yeah, but it was saying like in yeah. between, you had I think Cam, Andy Dalton, Jake Locker. Kaepernick. I mean, there was there was a number of quarterbacks, and there was a bunch of them in between that that I can't remember the names at this point. Well, let's pull it up, dude. We ain't got nothing else to fucking talk about. Let's find it here. Do 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 do. And there ain't there ain't a whole lot of news on potential trades. I mean, I'm starting to think Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers aren't going anywhere. The biggest one will be seeing where Carson Wentz lands. Because by yeah. by all accounts, Indy's done with him. Indy, Man, that's that's crazy. Indy this figured, whole situation. Indy figured out this year what I knew last year. The guy's a bum. You called it. I tried to defend it. I mean, I can't defend him any longer. It's over with. Sorry, dude. But he's still gonna be a quarterback. He's still gonna be a starting NFL quarterback. Well, somewhere. yeah, he could go. You know, he could go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, dude could. There's a there's a bunch of places he could probably start. There's a scenario that dude's in Cleveland, bro. Like Baker might be on his way out. They didn't. They didn't hit him with the. He's on his fifth year, right? I think so. I don't see him getting a contract because he's demanding like top five pay. Like him personally, I'm yeah. not saying he deserves it because he doesn't. I don't know if that'll happen. No, 
I mean, Matt Ryan and uh, Kirk Cousins, all them dudes got fucking paid. Now, uh, did you pull up that draft yet? No, it's all it's all messed up here. J.J. <laughs> Watt was drafted in that one. Vaughn Miller, Julio Jones, Richard Sherman, A.J. Green, Tyron Smith, Jason Kelsey, Cameron Jordan, Cameron Hayward, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch was of quarterbacks good. in that first round. I think there was four or five quarterbacks in that first round. And I think Cam Newton was the only one in the first round that really had any extensive playtime. The uh what do you got Jeffy Hoops? I Jeffy mean, Hoops got killed last, like this last 3 4 days. Wasn't a good week? No, nah, it was not a good week. I think, you know, my last So we were batting over 60%, you know, at one point. I think the last 6 5 or 6 picks I'm like 1 in 5. <laughs> like it, it has not been a good in little a slump. Slate. You just got to keep hitting. I know. Like yesterday, I didn't even bet on a game. I was like, I need a fucking put back. I need to take a day off before I lose the mortgage. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean the so the last notable game, the last lock, which I did agree with, coach's lock of the week. We had Providence traveling to play um, Villanova. Villanova, big primetime game. Villanova was. Nine point favorites, which seemed insane just to look at because Providence is fucking good, man. But it looked like it was screaming trap, like, oh dude, Vegas fucking knows, man. This is a this is a trap. Like, you know, we're looking at it, whatever. A lot of money on Providence early, all that. At halftime, Villanova's up twelve. Like, oh, this is cashing. Like, we got them. We didn't fall for this bullshit. And then Providence comes right back, gets it close. Ties the game. You know, Villanova ends up winning by three. Obviously doesn't cover. Like, ouch. There's a ouch. about a 66-game 66-game uh, games of uh, basketball tonight. Mm. So, well, you got anything? You'll see it on the Twitter page. I ain't got nothing official at the moment. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get on here and... Uh, <laughs> Lose people money yet. I, I still got some research to do, but we've got, we're approaching March Madness starts the 13th. And what's been crazy is that the last few nights of basketball have been wild, like wild shit's happening. Like that Purdue game, that guy fucking Wisconsin banks in a fucking retarded three dude to, to win the game. I mean, that was a big one with the, that was the one the Barstool was at, right? Yeah. 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 Like Big Cat was out there with his man boobs painted like basketball. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. Like insane stuff will happen at the buzzer and you're like, oh my God. Like, can't catch a break, boys. I think it, who was it last night? The Pacers were down by 18 at being two and a half point favorite. They're down by 18 at the end of the third quarter and covered. Crazy, huh? Yeah. I mean, you imagine if you would. Got in on that and bet on the Pacers when they were down 18. It's so tough. It, well, it's like Providence, too. I mean, you you were on the Providence side. I'll give yeah. you credit. You were on the – because and, – and the entire public was on the Providence side because Providence is a really good team, and you're telling me you're going to give them nine points against – you know, Providence is a ninth-ranked team, Villanova's an 11th-ranked team, whatever. You're telling – like, your, your perspective was, you're going to give me nine points? Yeah, right. Like, no way. So – 
Villanova's up 12 at halftime. The the inline betting was Villanova to win by 18 and a half. That was the bet at halftime. So if you took Providence plus 18 and a half, like you that that was the easiest cash of your life at halftime. Yeah. And I thought I was the smartest dude in the world and, at halftime. And when I was talking to you and coach, and coach was like, He's like, you got to look at the numbers. And I'm like, I, I, I see the numbers, and I see that Providence doesn't cover. You know, Providence was like one and something against on the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. one and five against you know good teams on the road or whatever. And I'm like, in the end, all I had, my only defense to saying I'm not betting on Villanova was, hey man, it's Providence. Yeah. No, and and I've been on here preaching for Providence. I really like their squad. <laughs> And even Posty, they're a wagon. Even Posty fucking texts me and he's like, "Hey, like, he texts me at halftime, like, hey, who are you guys on, Villanova or Providence?" And I was like, "Villanova to cover nine. And he's like, "But Providence is ranked better." And I'm like, "I know, like, it's just a matchup." And I'm like, "Look, they're up fucking twelve at halftime. Like, I, I'm smarter than Vegas." Like, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'm watching the rest of it at home, like, oh, "Fuck!" Even if it went to overtime, they would have covered nine. You know. Yeah. So, and yeah, I think that one just came down to I've watched I've watched too many Providence games to think that they can't cover nine points again, no matter who it is. I know, but another thing that we've been recently doing and looking at on these big primetime games has been where's the public at? Like lines that look weird. Like if you just look at that line, it looks weird. Like why does Vegas have these dudes as nine point favorites? And then you look and 85% of the public has their money on Providence. Like, we overthought it. You know what I mean? Like, we're looking at it like, come on, there's no, like, <laughs> why would Vegas make this a nine point you, the you, entire? You, you guys overthought it, and I just went with it. But it's Providence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 90% of the public cashed on it. Yeah. So, I mean, Vegas lost at the end of the day on that one. So, I mean, I mean nothing that just goes to show, like, once it comes tournament, tournament time, it's going to be... I mean, it's going to be insane. Yeah, you. It's like you. You're trying to bet what you know and look at all the numbers, but I mean, I mean, these tournament games got it. These teams, it's going to mean something different to some of these teams. Yeah, I mean, there there's some teams like Gonzaga, Arizona. Those teams are going to be there at the end. I mean, they might not cover the spreads every time, but I'm going to bet on the wagon teams, dude, in the in the tournament. And and I like that. It it really feels like, you know, having I would I would watch tournament games before, but not be that much into them. But man, it feels like there's a lot of good teams this year. There are. It it, it doesn't feel like you can go, just put money on Gonzaga or Arizona or Auburn and mm. be like, yeah, you know, these two teams are for sure the. Oh, no, they can get beat. I mean, yeah. Gonzaga, to me, was clearly the best team in the nation, and they got beat by, like, San Francisco or whatever, whoever they played, straight up whooped. I, I love all these teams that all the storming the court. Yeah. It feels like it happens once a night. Yeah. It doesn't mean as much anymore. Well, uh, was it a couple of days ago, like, six of the top ten teams lost in the same night? No, the top six teams yeah. lost. Yeah, it was, it was the night Gonzaga, Arizona. All these teams. That Arizona game. Like, once again, once again, Jeff, like, <laughs> I don't bet on Arizona. Yeah. Because, and I was like, all right, like, this one looks good. Yeah, that's what I said. This one looks good. Arizona 
should cover this spread and get, what did they get beat by? Like eight, 15. 15? To Colorado. And then, so they played USC a couple nights ago, and that was the Providence bet I lost. So I lost on the Providence bet, and I'm like, hey, I got to I gotta get it back. I got to get it back. Like, who should I bet on? And I was like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm like, Arizona was four and a half point favorites to beat USC at USC. And I know USC has a good team. And I was like, man, like, Arizona should beat these dudes by five points. But every time I take them to cover, they fucking don't. Nope. I didn't bet on it. They smacked them. They beat USC by like 20 points. Yeah. See, the, and this is what happens. They're inconsistent. I watch a couple Arizona games, and they're covering. They're doing awesome. I'm like, all right, I want in on this now. They trick you. And, and then every, not one time this year have I put a bet on Arizona, and, and it's worked. Been a tri- they tricked us. Yeah. Been a real rough year for me betting on Arizona. And and they, I feel they did that to us in football too. So I think what it's gonna have to come tournament time, just out of respect, I can't bet on them. Yeah, it might be your fault. Yeah, because every time I put in a bet, they're losing or not covering. It's like me going to Cardinals games. Remember you guys were telling me that? Yeah. Because I went to one Cardinals game and they lost. It was my fault. Yeah, <laughs> you you were the bad luck charm. They're like you. You guys are like you're really gonna go to the playoff game if it's at home. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> of course I am. They lose when you're there to the Panthers. <laughs> Cam Newton was back. <laughs> what a fluke! <laughs> what a shitty game to go to, man. Yeah. So that you working on a bracket yet? Or is the official bracket out? Nah. Oh. But, I know. mean, I've been doing my research. I mean. Pretty sure you can figure out. Like, Yeah, I mean. I like to see the official one, but like you said, this year matters more than ever now that we're really in deep with the, the sports betting stuff. But one thing I'll tell you, halfway through the year, I really, really, really liked Purdue. And they're going to get upset by a small fucking school, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm interested to look when the brackets are finalized to sit there and look at the bracket and try to find like, okay, who's the, you know, who's the dog that gets it done. Yeah. Cause every year there's that dog that wins a couple games, you know, sneaks themselves into the 16 or something. Yeah. It will be fun. I mean, March Madness is always awesome anyway. And this just makes it that more fun. And like you have like 10 TVs up, you got all the games on, you, you know, what makes it not fun is that now when March Madness is over, uh, we can't bet on baseball because they're too stupid <laughs> to figure out how to play their own sport. Oh, man. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah, like, I mean, sports are what set are we up. What are going to bet on? Sports are set up so perfectly that, you know, it's all lined up where, you know, you got you got football. By the time football is ending, basketball's in full swing. Basketball's getting to the playoffs, and I mean, we have a little bit of the basketball playoffs after March Madness, and then by the time basketball's ending, you got you got baseball in full swing. Well, what what are we supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna know what to do because when's the hockey season over? Probably around the same time basketball's over, right? Yeah, because I mean, like, hockey's been going on for a while. I, I mean, mean, I can look. Are it we up. gonna have to bet on the NFL draft? <laughs> I have to bet on something. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you right now. Remember this school, Toledo. They're ballers, dude. And they're they're projected to be a 13 seed. 
So they're going to play a four seed and they're going to beat them. I'm telling you right now, because like the projected <laughs> four seeds right now, Illinois, Providence, Arkansas, Texas. Like if they play Providence, I ain't betting on Toledo. I'm just saying Toledo's beating somebody. Those guys are fucking good. So for them to be a 13 seed, like someone, whoever gets them round one, like they're going to have to play, dude. It's going to be a tough match. But I mean, you see how it works. I mean, on a Saturday, you'll have a slate of a hundred plus games and now we're getting, you know, we're going in tournament with 64 teams and you could be the 16th seed and you're still a decent team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, you're like, you're Cleveland state. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. I mean, it's not like you're a bum ass squad, but you're playing Gonzaga and Arizona. Yeah. Baylor. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. You might get mud stopped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like you're not bad. I mean, you still, you still have to make the tournament. I like the, the eight and nine seed spots always really intrigue me because they play each other and then. I would really love to try try to get up to like the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. Let's fucking do it. That'd be that'd be really when is fun. It? It's it's got to be coming up soon. We'll be in Vegas on the week of April 11th. Anyone wants to come hang out? It'll be a good old time. <laughs> April 11th. Yeah, April 11th through the that Monday through Friday. You know, whatever. Podcast paying for it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Works paying for it, boys. Let's go. The, uh, yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 tournament has to be coming up real soon. It's got to be, like, I mean, that's got to, this, this is like when we need coach on the podcast because he already know all the whole slate and the times the games are going and everything else. So, my phone heard me saying Pac-12 tournament. It's March 9th through the 12th. Which sounds crazy because March Madness starts at 13th. Yeah, those teams might not play day one. I mean, oh, that's, that's true. Why? I mean, but I mean, if if you're Arizona, like you you already won the Pac-12. Like I know you have to win the tournament. Yeah, but you you're getting seeding too. I mean, uh. you, you go into the Pac-12 tournament and you know you get upset in the Pac-12 tournament by USC or something, then. But if you said, I'm not playing in the Pac-12 tournament, we don't give a fuck, we're better than you, they're still going to be a one seed, right? <laughs> they are, straight up. Like, you can't do that. You can, though. What if you did, What if they did? You can't. They kick them out of the tournament? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, like, if I was Arizona, I would have been like, hey, we already won the Pac-12. We're not, we're not doing this tournament. You guys suck. You can't play the game scared. I mean, that that's true, but it would suck, dude. You go through the whole Pac-12 tournament, win that thing, get a day's rest, then come in and get slapped. I mean, luckily, you always have a tune-up game if you're the one seed. Like, you're going to play some fucking... I know you, you said they're respectable, but at the end of the day, they're not Arizona. You're going to trash Cleveland State or yeah, whatever. Get your tune-up game. Get your fucking... Because, I mean, I'm sure some of the... I'm, I'm sure going into the tournament, though, like... I mean, as good of a seed as they'll have. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't want to be... You 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 obviously don't want to drop a few a couple spots because you didn't play or didn't do good in the Pac-12 tournament, and you go in and you're playing a higher seeded team. That's true. I mean, it behooves them to go in there and just destroy everybody in the Pac-12 tournament. I think I got the dates wrong. Anyways, I think I fucked it up. No, it does say March 13th. Maybe that's a play-in game. Maybe March 13th is a play play-in game. Oh, for the tournament. 
Okay, so first round. Okay, so that's what it is. The, the first four play, they have selection Sunday, March 13th. That's what it is. And then the first four play, 15th and 16th, is that that playing game to see who gets smashed by the number one seed or whatever. <laughs> and then, so round one's not till March 17th and 18th. So I, I stand by, I take back what I said. You know, they get a week's rest, so. Yeah, fucking play in the Pac-12 tournament then. <laughs> I take it back. You can play in the Pac-12 tournament. I'll give you permission. Yeah, those playing games are fun. Yeah. Like, they, they always play real hard because they want to be in the tournament. Yeah. They want a chance to upset the teams. And it's always exciting. And then they play the one seed, and everyone roots for the 16th seed, and then they lose by 43 points. It's and like, now, well, you made now, it, though. Now the NBA has their play-in game. To get yeah, which was good last year, right? Wasn't that the Lakers? The Lakers beat somebody last year, and that was an exciting game. I remember that. Wasn't the playing game that was LeBron's idea? And Bro. then, and then, then he, he was mad about it, right? And then he didn't like it when his team was in the playing yeah. game. Yeah, it's always how it is. <laughs> and give give baseball credit, isn't that baseball's thing? Yeah, they have a they have a play-in for the wild card, right? Yeah, I believe so. Everyone, everyone has like a probably not this year. That's <laughs> right. We've got well, our we got our local high school teams hitting dingers. But I, I mean, that was fun. Like, I mean, the NFL just naturally has play in games yeah, every week. Yeah, but I mean, even this last, and that's I think that's kind of what we didn't like. We were saying we didn't like about this extra game was most of the playoff stuff had settled, and yeah. the only true play in game last year. Was uh Chargers Raiders yeah Chargers Raiders and yeah that and it, that it really, lived up to the hype it did but every year we had those games every year yeah now that they added one game it did screw that up yeah because it was it felt like the last week of the playoffs there was you know three four five play on games well how many teams this year you could probably name a bunch that let their players come in break records and then sat them yeah and. The only other, the closest to a play-in game was uh, the Colts when they laid that dud up against Jacksonville. Unforgivable, <laughs> man. That was awful. Just got destroyed. That I, man, you go back and look at that and have. And I remember we talked about it. It was, and yeah, we were like, if they fuck this up, in, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. In Jackson, and they haven't won in Jacksonville in like, you know, however many years. That's why. That's when, like, so, like, I'm on here all the time looking at trends and shit like that for these basketball games, and they seem stupid, you know. You're like, man, like, this powerhouse hasn't beaten this team in this many years at their place, but sometimes those trends really, really pay off. I don't know. I mean, that the fact that they were what 17 and a half point favorites or something big, and just got worked. Like yeah. it wasn't like they lost at the buzzer. They got beat up. And I think we were I we were on that spread. We were on everything. <laughs> we were on, you know, all those like JTT touchdown plus Colts win. Or like those were easy grabs. It's like, oh, this is easy. It just got smoked. It wasn't even close. Nah. The uh Man, there's a... Uh, I'm so like I'm so tired. Of this baseball thing, going back to it, it's awful. I mean, it's not even good content. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Yeah, like there's not even 
any they haven't came up with anything where they've gotten close to a deal. Yeah, and unfortunately we're in one of those stupid laws in NFL news. Cause like I'm sure next week there's gonna be all kinds of stuff to talk about with franchise tags. Now you know who's gonna be free agents and you can actually predict like we can start predicting next week where these guys are going. Mm-hmm. Because it's the the once the franchise tags are put in or or not put in, we know like, oh man, the Packers didn't franchise Devontae Adams. This dude hit, you know, that dude hits free agency. That's big. So what about um? I know we I know we talked UFC last week. This Saturday's that Masvidal uh, fight. The more I'm looking into it, Masvidal's gonna beat this dude's ass. He he don't like him. I I mean. I know they're I know they're hyping it up. Like I don't they think were, Covington likes him either. I know, but like Masvidal is gonna end this dude's life. I think. But I think Masvidal is exposed in the sense that Covington knows he just got to get him on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's the same. I mean, it's the same thing that happened to you know people figured out about Connor. If you if you ignore the fact that Connor's in your head making you stand up and want to punch with him because you want to knock him out. And if you just take him to the ground yeah. and in the fight, you're good. Mm. So are you saying it's going to be a very boring fight? Like we're going to buy this and be pissed off about it. Probably, probably. Covington's yeah. probably going to, you know, ground him out for five rounds. And God damn, that'd be annoying. And I could, I could see that. Happen. I mean, that's how he's going to win the fight. If, if Masvidal doesn't get a knockout in the first two rounds, do you, do you think it's going to happen? No, and and I I said that from the get. I mean, Masvidal has to not. I mean, Covington's better the longer that fight goes, whether it's on the ground or not. But they saw how Masvidal got beat up by uh, Usman, so I mean that's the formula. I mean, Covington ain't Usman, but he gave him a good fight. Masvidal didn't, but I, I I'm just hyping myself into a a fucking Masvidal knockout. I'm telling you. <laughs> I just I just see it coming. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I lo- like, and if I lo- I'm wrong, I love Street Jesus. Yeah. But I just don't. I just don't see the game plan where Covington goes in there and tries to stand up with him. No, I mean, unless he's trying to make money for another fight, I don't know. Yeah, but I I just don't see. I don't, I don't see that being Covington's game there. Covington's very annoying. I will give him that. He is he has a real punchable face, real punchable attitude. He plays the, a good character. I I mean And he I didn't he didn't start that character thing until like I mean one once Connor got in there with his character making money, and I think the problem in the long run is Connor bought into his character mm-hmm. and Connor became Connor became the guy he was using to make money and Turned all crazy. He's the rock of MMA. I mean, it, but it sold tickets. It sold- yeah, and that and you don't think guys like Covington and them see that, and they're like, okay, like you go in here and be as brash and outlandish of a character that you want, and what, and and look at him like he goes out there, you know, showing up wearing for a while was wearing Trump hats. I don't know if he still does or not, but that got enough people mad that. Well, I'm gonna buy this fight and watch this dude get knocked out. Yeah. And no, he learned the right thing. He knows that Connor shit worked, man. Like it, it brings in pay per view buys. It brings in all that stuff. I mean, 
I bought every single Connor pay-per-view. Yeah. Every single one. That the the build up to that Jose Aldo. Like it was the build up, the build up in and I don't know if you remember, Connor was the dog. Oh yeah, big time dog. Connor was the dog. There was no way there there people weren't giving him that Jose that, Aldo at the time was considered the best possibly in the, the world. best fighter of all time at that time. And I I remember him being a dog and this dude build it up, build it up, and you were you couldn't wait for this fight. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it. I think we were over at Weto's house and we we're watching it like, yeah, like everybody's getting all hyped up, big time fight, you know, 13 seconds into the fight. <laughs> 13 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Incredible, dude. And then the fact that he called it out, he said, like, I'm gonna knock him out in the first round. They got my one of my Mystic favorite Mac. Yeah. One of my favorite. <laughs> did you see the one where they gave the mic to some little kid? And some little kid's like Connor McGregor, how long is it going to take you to tear his head off? And, like, <laughs> the whole place erupts. He starts laughing. He's like, it'll take one round. Like, and he does it, man. But the in the stuff Connor was doing, you know, the way he was building the fights, and, I mean, and, you know, we're off track on, but we're talking about how Covington got to where he was. You know, Connor sitting there like, you know, I when I go into a fight and I take that guy's head off and I <laughs> present that head to Dana White on his desk and – and he's got Ronda Rousey all wet in the front seat. He's dying <laughs> laughing. That's one thing. I mean, I the, these other people aren't as good at, at selling the fights, but I've bought, I've gotten every Connor fight, every Ronda Rousey fight, every John Jones fight. If those three are on the card, I'm buying it. Brock Lesnar, if he's yeah. on the card, I'm buying that. And that shit. was the same. And I'm a, I'm right with you on it because there were certain guys. If you were, if they were fighting, even and I can think back to. If it was Chuck Liddell, mm-hmm. it was Tito Ortiz. The, these guys sold fights. Mm-hmm. Like the the way they built, like in, I mean that whole Chuck and Tito. Their yeah, feud was awesome. The whole and then that whole feud between uh, BJ Penn, Matt Hughes, and GSP, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And when you saw those dudes' names on a card, even when GSP made that recent comeback, and it was like, oh, you got to get the fight because mm-hmm. you know GSP's. It's GSP, dude. Yeah. You got to watch it. And Brock, when, man, when Brock was like, when he started, you couldn't miss that. No. There, like, not a chance you could miss that. Like, well, even now, imagine he came back and fought right now. That'd probably be the top bought pay-per-view in their history. If he came back right now and fought somebody, doesn't matter who. And And you talk about the, you know, the way that, the way that Brock sold the fights, and I mean, he was awesome. He, I mean, it was a spectacle, and everyone wanted to see can this do? Can mm-hmm. this quote unquote fake wrestler, even though he's got all the accolades in the world and everything else, can he come into the MMA with minimal training and fight for a belt? Like, well, and that's what they sold it like that, saying it was minimal training, and and almost you know completely ignoring this dude's like collegiate. Wrestling career. Yes, but as far as jujitsu and, you know, stand-up boxing, kickboxing, like, he only did that shit a couple years, and he came in and just trashed. I mean, I know his whole game was he used his college wrestling, get you to the ground, and those big old fucking (laughs) lunch bear paws, dude, just bop, 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 bop. Yeah, he was just 
hammer fisting. I mean, when he beat up Frank Mir at the UFC 100 after he lost the first one, that was one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. Like he had him against the cage, just killing this man, and then he and, gets up and freaks out. And I think uh, Connor's character, the, I mean, to me, the first guy, the first guy who really did that character thing was Chael Sonnen. Yeah, because the Chael, he's funny Chael Sonnen. He was Chael Sonnen was good. Yeah, but he was never, you know this championship caliber dude that he didn't have the skill set like someone like Connor had behind him. But the way Chael would, he, he would sell a fight. You wanted to watch him. And he, he had that character where he was just talking some crazy shit. Yeah, and his Anderson Silva fights, you knew he was going to get destroyed, but I wanted to watch it yeah. because like Chael had made it so fun. Yeah. Always bought Anderson Silva fights too. He Oh yeah, he's. I mean, I mean the, he might he might be the goat, dude. That that dude was bad. The, the that Weidman fight. Oh man, when he broke his leg. Yeah. No, no, no. The first one when Weidman knocked him out. Oh yeah. When he he was faking, he he that started was awesome. He started faking like he he was uh, bobbling, and then Weidman connected. He got caught. He got got. Yeah, his his games caught up to him in that one. But that I'll never forget that. The front kick from one. What I liked about I was a big Weidman guy. You know, he had a he had his like burst in the in the UFC. Like he did, he wasn't the champ long, but when he beat Anderson Silva, everyone's saying it was fluky. It was fluky. It was fluky. I think he beat someone else, and then he got the rematch with Anderson Silva. That was the fight. Anderson Silva wrapped his leg around his like it was a telephone pole. But that first round, Weidman whooped his ass like. Yeah, this all is a, you know, all he broke his leg, but Weidman proved just in one round that that shit wasn't a fluke. Like he was probably going to go on and win that fight, but you know, Weidman ended up getting some injuries and he was kind of out of the mix. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been watching the UFC so long that yeah, I remember watching the rise of dudes and then like mm-hmm. these drop offs, like the they crash hard. Yeah, the Rashad Evans one, mm-hmm. man, hadn't lost a fight in what twenty two and zero that. Was it? It was Chuck Liddell that knocked him out, right? Yeah, I thought he was dead. Yeah, like, he was. His leg was way behind him. He he was laying on the mat for ten minutes, not moving. And I remember, like, the camera wouldn't really pan. I'm like, he meant like that dude might be dead. Hey, at at the end of the day, though, it's built in us, dude. We're gladiators. We want to see this shit. Beat the shit out of each other. But the, let's get it done. Another one of the steep drop offs was was Chuck Liddell mm-hmm. when that. When that dude started getting knocked out, it like, I mean, it was just one after the other on him. Well, you know what they say, like, you have a chin until you get knocked out. Like, you could you could have the best chin in the world. Once you get knocked out one time, your your body goes to sleep. So he gets knocked out one time, and then every time he shows up, he gets knocked out again. I mean, and where I remember when I really really knew Chuck Liddell was done was the Rich Franklin fight when. He broke Rich Franklin's arm, and Rich Franklin came out, whatever round it was, and knocked him out with his left hand. <laughs> and I mean, Rich Franklin's just holding his arm there, can't move it, and still knocked out Chuck Liddell. I'm like, that might be it, dude. <laughs> it's been a good, been a good run. It's been fun. I loved, I love the Chuck Tito um, 
Oh, that that was because Chuck owned him. What about the? I I remember the. I I guess we say Chael Sonnen was Tito had to be the original, you know, bad guy character. Huntington Beach bad boy. Yeah, and, but that whole feud with the uh, Shamrock. Oh, dude, that was a good one too. <laughs> and uh, Shamrock will get mad for real. Yeah, like wanting to kill this dude. And and Tito was just laughing. And, you know, Tito's just above it. You know, just above his level, and <laughs> just owned him every time. Hey, did you see the the video of um, Tito talking to him? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That dude's brain is mush. <laughs> that dude's got some CTE, bro. Fuck. So for for you guys that haven't seen it, there's a video. He's talking with a couple other UFC guys, and he just starts going on this rant. This was like a couple weeks ago. He starts going on this rant, and he's like, yeah, this election's the most important one of our lives. Like, everyone needs to go out and vote. And, and then he, I don't, he's talking about all kinds of shit, and he's mumbling and random, and the guys are looking at him like, Oh shit! Like this guy thinks we're like in 2020 right now. He's all fucked up. Like he, it was bad. It was real bad. Well, it, when he even when he first started, I thought, oh, it's an old video. Apparently yeah. not. Apparently he's. Just, I don't know because you, you can't trust the internet. No, everything on the internet is true <laughs> and factual, except for if you put it on Facebook. Then there's fact checkers that say no. <laughs> take, take you down. <laughs> I saw some <laughs> shit on Facebook where someone said like it was just like a meme, you know, some some it was like a supposed to be an inspirational quote and it was something like something along the lines of if you're kind to people like you know, even if you're deaf you can hear the kindness and even if you're blind you can see the kindness and someone got on there and like it got taken down because it's not factual <laughs> <laughs> like these motherfuckers man the fact checkers got them <laughs> the uh i think tyson fury's got a fight coming up again it might be his last one so i might be on that one i mean he he's money to fucking win no matter what doesn't matter who he fights yeah Gonna, He's going to knock somebody out. Going to retire undefeated. But he fought the best of the best every time. That, he doesn't this care. This dude he's fighting, Dylan White, didn't show up to the press conference. Why? Well, they asked <laughs> they asked Tyson Fury why Dylan White didn't show up to the press conference, and he said, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine trying to fight that dude. He's, what, 6'10"? Or oh, he's a shit. monster. Like, he's a... Dude's an absolute monster, and the and then he the way he can move. Oh, who who's the dude he keeps he keeps beating Wilder? Uh, Wilder. Wilder was on track to be one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Had never lost, and this dude beats him up every time. And and Wilder looks like a tank. Yeah, and and this you know this fat Irish guy, big old beer guy, just comes out. He's a gypsy. Pop, pop, pop. Bops him the fuck up, dude, every time. And it's obvious who the better fighter is. He's a pure boxer. Pure. I mean, that's when the craft outweighs the power every and, time. And that's where you'd watch Wilder and you're like, man, Wilder just straight up nukes people. Yeah. And he and, hits hard. Yeah. And you thought, I remember even be, before the first one, I thought, like, man, Wilder's going to land one of these shots on this dude, you know, 
you know, he's getting old. Mm-hmm. You're going to land one of these shots on this. And then he, didn't he blame the first one on that outfit he wore? Yeah, he he's a bitch for that. Too. He said, "This like he wore this it was like too heavy. He wore this like forty pound armor suit, <laughs> and he got gassed. <laughs> and then like, oh, let me fight you again, motherfucker! I won't be wearing that suit. <laughs> but I mean, that that might be one I have to watch though. Yeah. It's gonna be if this is possibly Fury's last fight, the last the last great boxing guy, you know? Because yeah, Canelo's awesome, this and that, but." You get points docked if you're not willing to fight the best. This dude fought the best, never questioned it. Who's the best fighter? Bring him up, we'll fight. And he, he beat him every time. Yeah, he's dude's been amazing. Can't yeah, can't take it away from him. Nah. I don't know. I uh, haven't really been tracking what the other good ones are. I know we talked about that that dude Weto don't like last week. The other. Uh, who was that one? That boxing's kind of, it's a pastime. I mean, Amir Khan's fighting again. Hmm. Hey, how did your uh, your little golf? That one didn't parlay. work out. Uh, uh, the one I did, I had picked. Uh, I want. I was it's about a shamble, to, right? No, I was about to say Morikawa, but no, I picked John Rom in a game. In the game one, and John Rahm played like doo doo. So, so the the buyout wasn't even close. No, to- no, no. It, I think it gets to a point like that's the problem with that one. It's either you get a buyout, or if that player ain't playing good, they don't even offer you a buyout. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotcha, bitch. Like screw you, just give us the money. Gotcha. I mean, what's the point of offering a buyout when the what? player falters day one and two and? Barely, I think he barely made the, he barely made the cut, and he was nineteen strokes behind. Oh no! Yeah, it was, yeah, like there, you know, Fandle's telling you, yeah, yeah, there's no way you can win this. I don't care. Yeah, I got gassed on that one. Damn. They, so, so it's not a lock, huh? It's not a no, cheat code. But that's when your player, your player has to play decent, mm-hmm. and the, in the time, the times it has worked, one of my players played decent. That buyout's three times what you put in. So, I'm sure Weta will listen to this podcast, and you know, he's he's a colleague, so we'll we'll tell him what's going on. Obviously, you know, but I've got a lot of a lot of things. You know, people are on big fans of the top five, and Weta's taking a few weeks off. We we made him take a few weeks off, but it's time for a Weta top five next week. So yeah, yeah we made him take a couple weeks off after that. Uh. When he did after the, that whack ass one, he well, did. Well, he did the, the duplicate one. Yeah, though he car. It was cartoon wives and then yeah. like sitcom wives, and then he he had Lois Griffin at the top of both <laughs> of them. He's like, no, this one was you know, hot cartoon wives, and this other one was cool regular sitcom wives. And I'm like, hey, dude, like, you need to take a break from top fives for a minute. No, but I I had a couple people say, hey, man, like. You know, Weddo having a break from top fives, that shit's over with. Like, he he don't get no more breaks. He needs to bring on a top five. So, ne- next week, Weddo's already got one ready. It's going to be a fire top five. Is it about food? I don't know. It's about wrestling? I'm just bullshitting. I don't know what it is, but he's bringing a top five. I mean, Let's, if it's about wrestling or food, it's passionate. Hey, Weddo, if you're listening, it's got to be food. I'm all in on the food ones. 
There's only so many top fives he can do on wrestling. You know? Did he already do? He has like for the food ones that have been so good, he hasn't done that many of them. I think he's done like two. He's but they're they're so good. We think he's done like ten of them. <laughs> the French fries ones when he knows like what kind of peanut oil or whatever they're fried I, in. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many people were in on that French fry one. Like I did, I I learned of how many people were actually listening to this podcast after he did the French fry one. I was like, holy shit! I didn't even know this dude <laughs> knew we had a podcast. There was a lot of people in on the French fry one, disagreeing, agreeing. You know. What what other food one did he do? He did um Did he, he do the He did top, one, he did one for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. But he did a better one before that. Yeah. I just don't remember what it was. Huh. Yeah. We'll be getting a top five this week, <clears throat> next week. I need something like wing flavors. Yeah, maybe you guys called me out on that. My top five wing flavors and I was like, no, I'm not I'm not falling for this trap. I mean you gotta go with a classic. Buffalo somewhere, dude. Like, the Buffalo where you take. I mean, Buffalo's got to be, like, the one, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, just a hot Buffalo on a crispy wing. On a crispy wing. Yeah. A hot Buffalo wing. It's tough to beat. Blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese. I love ranch, dude. I don't know. Yeah, but. But, I mean, I what I do when I make the. Because, you know, they have the red hot Buffalo, and it's good. But for some reason, it's way better if you take something like regular Red Hot or you take Tabasco or whatever and put butter mm-hmm. in it and then microwave it. For some reason, it's way better. I don't know. Getting hungry, boys. Yeah, it usually is better if you make your, make you know, maybe a little, uh, little Red Hot with the, you, you like the Franks? Is that what you go for? On the, on the wings, I like the Franks Red Hot. With the like, if I'm gonna make wings like that, like buffalo, I'll take the Frank's Red Hot butter, heat it up in the microwave, and then oof, roll it like that. So a lot of times, I'll just buy, you know, I'll go to Walmart or whatever, buy the wings myself, and you know, you can air fry them, whatever, mm-hmm. put them in the Traeger. The uh, I felt real lazy the other day, so I just get on a Pizza Hut and order just naked wings. Cause I had I had my own sauces and I just didn't feel like making wings. You lazy fuck! Because <laughs> nice. I got those sauces from uh, that post he gets from back on the res, <laughs> and the uh, it has this. Uh, it was like this Reaper sauce, and it was it, bomb. Oh yeah, that was awesome on wings. Was it really hot? It it wasn't as hot as I thought it'd be. Like that that's my knock. Like I'm, I like hot foods. I really do, but I'm not gonna eat. I'm not going to eat like ghost pepper type shit, but they've gotten to the point with these things that everything's named ghost pepper, reaper, this and that. And it's really not that hot. Well, and they, it's cause they'll put a flake of it in there yeah, in a whole bottle and be like, yeah, it's reaper sauce. Yeah. But don't sell it like it's fucking cause I, I had an uncle who would buy like those really fucking hot ones, like where it's the whole bottle is just pure death. And if you put one drop in a bowl of chili, you're like, fuck, it's hot. Like, like that. <laughs> So like I know hot sauce like yeah. that, like I stay away from that shit. Dude. But the the Reaper one, it was hot, but not you know like it still had flavor. It, yeah, it tasted great. So my boy Glenn, he makes the best wings, dude. I'm telling you, like hands down, they're they're so good. And he does them on uh, smokers. You can make them on the Traeger, whatever. When he came to every time I see him, dude, like he came to visit. He's on vacation, and I'm like, 
hey, bro, like, I got some wings. I need you to make them. Like, you know, and he hooks it up and he makes like a dry rub. Like, he'll put all kinds of shit in there, dude. And, but he'll make them like sweet and spicy. So he's got the cayenne and the mm-hmm. the red flakes and he's got like brown sugar. So it's it's it's, it's the best of both worlds. But it's a dry rub. And I know a lot, not a lot of guys are big on the dry rubs. But I'm telling you, dude, when these things come out of a smoker or we did them on the Traeger when he came over, my God, those are good. Dude. You, you don't have to put sauce on them at all. I'm a fan of dry rubs as long as they're – the problem with a lot of dry rubs is they're way too salty. Yeah. Like the, I mean, the amount of salt they put in it and you're trying to cover a wing with dry rub and it ends up – I mean, it – Sometimes it ends up too salty. Yeah, you're just eating a salt lick. I did that on the Super Bowl, dude. I put way too much salt on those wings I did. Like, in, in the dry rub. And I fucking did them. And I, first bite, dude, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I got to eat them all. No, yeah. Like, I still ate them all. Like, they're, they're still good, but not, like you don't want to put too much salt. Yeah, the... the but it o- makes them crispy. The go. other night when uh, me, Weto, and Five went to the Cochise game, we went to the wing place here in town, Pizza Rama. And, uh, that place still up? Yeah. We we killed a 50-pack of wings between the three of us. You fat fucks. <laughs> Their wings are small, though. What, what what flavors did you guys get, though? You got that stupid Parmesan one again? We got we got hot. They have a hot garlic one or something like that. And then we did get some garlic parm. You got to have garlic Unbelievable. Parm. You got to have garlic parm. I don't know what your problem is. No, here. I'm telling you. You like you're acting like you're too manly for garlic parm wings. One... I am too manly for... I'm the alpha of this fucking group right here. And two, garlic parm wings, dude, when you got them at the the game we watched, the, the Chiefs-Bengals game, those are trash. I ain't gonna lie. No, those, those were, were good. Those are horrible. You gotta, you gotta get the classic. You're way off base here. No, I'm not. No. And, the, the, like, you take the garlic parm and, like, you can, you can, you can, like, you can still, you can double dip that wing. You have to double dip it in something because it tastes like shit. <laughs> You're like, way you're, no, no, you're, you're way off base here. You're like family. You don't feud. like lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is okay, but it's it's like the it's same. It's not the deal. same thing. No, like you're you're like the Family Feud where they take where, where they do the um, the surveys. Like you surveyed all women when you did this one, because <laughs> only women fucking eat that, as far as I know, and you. Yeah, but like I like I like the hot ones, mm-hmm. and I like those too. Hot ones are good. I mean, what what about like a a barbecue, some kind of barbecue or like a? I like the you know it, it if we're dep- talking beat ups, that jalapeno one's really good. The mango habanero one's really good. It, but the barbecue, it, the problem is it's got to be good. Yeah, you have to have a good barbecue sauce. Yeah, a lot of times you're like, oh, we have barbecue wings, and it's just some trash barbecue sauce. Sweet baby Ray's the old classic. Yeah, that like I mean, if you give me wings and sweet baby Ray's, I mean we're good there. Like, Gotta be a crispy wing, dude. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to. I mean, but no, it needs to good. be because yeah, the crispier the wing, the better. Or it's like almost burnt. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, can you put those in again? Like the wing's too big. I need it to shrink down. Cause yeah, that's the, when cause it's burnt. The uh, the pizza ramen, their wings are a little small, but the man, they they fry them right. They're they make them like super crispy and sauce them. It's good. You're good to go. So I went to a pizza place one time. What they did with their wings is I don't I don't know what order they would do this, but they bake them and fry them. And 
It was the best of, dude, it, it would come out and like the inside's real juicy and stuff, but the outside had a light crisp on it. Oh man. They killed him. I remember uh, that working at a place like, you know, usually a fried chicken, you have to have those like pressurized fryers. Mm-hmm. And then I learned like how other places did it. You just, other places, like this place I worked at when I was a, like 16 years old, they boiled the chicken, breaded it, and then you throw it in a non, in, in the non lid fryer. Mm-hmm. And it was just would, like crisp it up. Yeah. No shit. And, but it stayed super juicy like that because it was boiled. Genius. Way better than risking a salmonella because you didn't cook it all the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you boil it first, and then you're pretty much just frying the, the bread. I didn't realize how much those uh, meat thermometers were a lifesaver, dude. I never I never used them. <laughs> and I, like, throw it on that bitch, and I'm like, oh, all right. Like, guess my chicken's officially done now. Because my problem is... Say say chicken. Chicken's real. It looks like it's done, but sometimes it's mm-hmm. not, you know? So it's safer to just keep cooking it and, until it's dry. Yeah, and then you're like, it. oh, this sucks. So the meat thermometer, you throw it in there, you're like, oh, it's at 165 or whatever it's supposed to be at. And all right, we're good to Ch- go. Chicken's a real picky meat when you're yeah. cooking. Because if you don't cook it just right, you know, it's not done or it's, you know, it's just dry. And dry chicken's terrible. Horrible. That's why I don't let, let my wife cook chicken anymore. Just <laughs> unbelievable. I'm just kidding. But it's not like cooking like like a steak. You know, the bloodier the steak, the better. Yeah. But you can't do that with chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if your chicken's bloody, you you got a problem. You got a yeah. big problem. Yeah. And I think the probably one of the only ways you can cook chicken where you can't mess it up is throwing it in a crock pot. Yeah. And, it, and it's always better like that anyway. And to get, I mean... The intention is to get it all shredded and softened up and everything. And and if you had stuff in there and it made, you know, the juices and all that, like you could cook it for days and it'll still be juicy. It doesn't matter. You can't. Use it. It's really but, hard to overcook in a crock But gr- grilling chicken, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you ain't trying to serve, like, I don't know if you ever do it. Like, you'll be over, like, you have, you know, 12 people and you're, you know, one of the things you're grilling is chicken, and then you're kind of like, at first you don't think about it, and then you're cooking it. You're like, man, dude, like, you feel the pressure. I, I don't want to fuck this up. Feel the pressure. What's well, like? It's like cooking burgers too for a or burgers or steaks for a big party like that. Everyone wants something different, and the way I'm gonna cook it is the way I like it. So if you don't like it, we'll throw it on a little longer because, you know, even burgers, dude, I'll I'll eat them. Almost red, dude. Like, I, I want a pink burger. Mm-hmm. Everything pink is better, dude. It's just, it is what it is, all right? So, throw it on there. If if you want if you want your shit cooked all the way through, like, you're going to have to bring it back to me. Because I brought it inside. Bring it back to me. We'll throw it on the grill until it's on fire. I don't give a shit. We'll handle it for So, me. I've cooked enough at Weddle and Fiverr's house. You know, especially once Fiverr. That's the only reason they keep you around. Yeah. Well, once Fiverr got that... uh he got that Blackstone, the the griddle thing. It's badass. Huh? It's awesome. So, but I've cooked enough at his house where, when is when their dad's over, like that dude, that dude likes the shoe leather. So I cook all the meat for like a steak. Yeah. No. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I but I've learned and it's uh him him and one of the other family members they like it a certain way and I've been over there enough where. I cook all the meat, 
once it's done, I take a few pieces that are going to them and I throw it over here on the other corner and you let it cook for like another 20 minutes. <laughs> no way. Yeah. 20 more minutes? Oh, dude, it's got to be. Is that thing like, can you cut into it? Because that sounds rough. It's got to be done. Well done. And then and then throw it on a little five more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, some, peop- some people like, you know, I don't know. Hey. Old school. Hey, whatever. Old school. I saw. I My saw, dad was the same way growing up. Really? Yeah, and that's why I remember even now, if I go home, when I go home visit my dad, and he's going to grill, I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll grill yours. Like, <laughs> if, if my steak ain't mooing, I, I don't want it, dude. Yeah, like, get out of the way. So I, I, when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I didn't realize what my mom was doing. So she, she would make, like, they call it breakfast steak. Like she'd make eggs and like a, she'd throw sirloin on there mm-hmm. or whatever. And when I was in high school, I was like, man, like, you know, my mom was a fantastic cook. She's a great cook. But when she would cook that breakfast steak, it's just so chewy. And, you know, it's, she'd cook it all the way through. Well done. And it, as a kid, I'm like, man, I just don't, I just don't like this like breakfast steak, whatever you're calling this. Like, I just don't like it. And then I grow up and I realized she just cooked it too long. Like that's cause that's how she liked it. And like looking back, like, it's funny too, like my kids, they my steaks, damn, they're bleeding and they want it because that's what I'm eating. It's like, at least, at least I'm growing them up like that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there's, and then, uh, but those if you if you guys listening haven't cooked on those blackstones, oh, they're they're phenomenal. Yeah, that that's and, the, and there's no cleanup. That's the thing. Like you have this big working area where you can have eggs, hash I mean, you browns. Gotta, you gotta clean the. No, I know, but I'm saying like you don't have twenty pots and pans yeah. and all this shit. Like, literally on this side you got eggs, then you've got hash browns, then you've got sausage, then you've got pancakes, and it's everything's right there. And then you know you take it inside. Really, it's a wipe down, and yeah, you know, but you're not cleaning pots and pans. You're not cleaning because my biggest thing about cooking, I I like to cook. I don't mind to cook, but I don't want to have to clean up. A hundred pots and pans, and with a blackstone, you you really don't have. Yeah, to. and and you're not a sous chef who's got a dude standing beside you grabbing every pan you're done with. And yeah, and so like now now that we said it, we're gonna have to clip this into blackstone. See, if they'll send us some money for this hell of a fucking ad we just gave them. I mean, because we're really selling out the blackstone, and it is legit, dude. It's it's nice. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's other brands of them too, but it, man, and. To me, if you're, if you're cheap, I guess. Yeah, like the, <laughs> that big, what, 36 inch top they got. I mean, the amount of hot dogs and burgers you can cook at one time on there is mm-hmm. just wild. My favorite is the breakfast on there, though. I mean, oh, yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, you can do the, you know, you can do everything all at once. You know, you get bacon, move some of the grease over the middle and do your eggs. So nice. I might have to go home and get on the Blackstone. <laughs> And it's easy for everything. Burgers, Made yourself whatever. hungry. All right, we covered the uh, complete lack of news in sports this week because the MLB sucks. The NFL is having a down week. <laughs> the The NBA sucks until there's playoffs. And we didn't have wet shenanigans. Like, if you made it through this show, yeah, you guys are you guys are dedicated listeners. Yeah, we're doing uh, we're we're doing all right though. Had a lot of grilling talk. It's pretty fun. 
Thank you guys for joining us. Wager, we did it. Y'all have a great night.